Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a very warm and official welcome to Sunday Night Doozy. Across from me at the table here, we have Jevin Price. Bonjour, Joshua. Bonjour. For the people who aren't aware, Jevin, please introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Jevin. Um, seven with a J, if you want to spell it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known Joshua for about five years or so. Yes. Um, we went to school and we go to the gym together. We do. Jevin, can I interest you in a drink at all? You definitely can. Before yeah. we start. You know what, take it away, Josh. Excellent. As, I, as I'm pouring this, I had it written down here. You actually told me to bring this up, so that's exactly what I'm going to do. You're heavily involved with blue tongue lizard conservation. Oh, extremely, Josh. Can, um, can you talk to me a bit about that, please? Uh, ever since the day I saw my dog, um, I get a bit choked up when I talk about it, but I saw my dog tear apart a blue tongue lizard in my backyard. <laughs> oh, um, wow. He had no mercy, uh-huh. um, and he, he tore it limb from limb. Ever since then, it's just been stuck with me nearly every night now that um, I need to look after. That was satisfying. <laughs> as you say. I'll continue with my story as yes. he's pouring me a drink. Yeah. He does not care about this topic. No, no I do, I do. As much as just I do. Just trying to focus hard, mate. Um, yeah, I've been really involved um, pumping money into Blue Tongue Lizard Conservation. Not just putting money in, pumping. Pumping money Actually in. pumping wow. it in. Um, Bitcoin helped me out. Um, I made a couple million very quickly off it wow. and um, just thought there's no better way to spend it than the blue tongues. Incredible. So you're heavily invested in crypto? Yeah, I do a little bit here and there, you know. A little bit. Just it's for just, the blue tongues. Yeah, really. it's nothing major. Yeah, it's just one of those major. things you put on but the yeah, side. Yeah, no, I, I do really care about blue tongue lizards. Um, <laughs> um, but we're we're like going to link that as well if you want to go yeah, it, support that thing. It'll be down in the uh, description. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. If you want to go donate, probably no point because I've already put millions in. But anyway. He doesn't need any more money. If you want to, you can, you can. Yeah, let's just, right? let's just put that at rest. Let's put that at rest. Now, Josh. Jevin. I need, I've got something in my mind. I need to ask your thoughts on okay. it Okay, all right. What do you got for me? Comparison is the theft of joy. No, it sure is, mate. Mm. Elaborate. What do you reckon that really stands for? To me personally. Yeah, to, for you personally. Mate, we're living in a very digital age. Very digital age. I think for women, for women, there's a lot of stuff getting posted on social media that would create comparison. I strongly agree. I think there's a lot of comparison. It's probably th- too much. Yeah, but I think for the men, it just goes that little bit deeper. I feel like it goes very deep. Um, How deep does it go, Jevin? I reckon staying up at night is probably a big thing right now with men. Uh-huh. Um, comparing themselves to other males mm. who hold a forklift license. Oh, man. I think there's something about a male, such as myself, as I do actually hold one of these forklift Ooh. licenses. Yeah, there's right. something about a man who can pick 300 kilograms off the floor unassisted with a machine. Um, mm. I can see you, Josh, a little bit of your soul left your body. It as did. I, said it did. I, f- I did. I felt I that. I saw your masculinity drop. Um, <laughs> I felt that. Because can I just say, I don't hold a forklift license. I'm going to say, that's very unfortunate. Um, it feels that way. It really does. Man. I do feel as you were comparing yourself to me. I am. Um, but <laughs> it does come with its cons. Um, what are they? Constant women. <laughs> constantly <laughs> messaging me. Asking me if I can pick them up on their, my forklift. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, just the normal stuff, a forklift. So you, you drive this forklift on main roads? It That's does have it. a license plate. Yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> I would want to do that though because I feel like there'd be too much attention. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, that's a thing. And not yeah. enough on the people actually driving their cars. Yeah. Um, maybe one day I will. So no one wants to view personalities just purely for the forklift? Really, all they say is, can I see your forklift license? Yeah. And I show them, and that's it. <laughs> and from there on in, done. You've sold them. Happy endings right then. Jevin, I've known you for half a decade. You in have. that time, 
a lot of things have gone down. Too many things to even count. I could not count them in my head. That's I'm how many things. I'm nervous to hear what you know about me. What's that? I'm nervous to hear this story. <laughs> there's, no, mate, no. <laughs> there's, no, there's no story in general. I'm just, I'm just thinking back to all those times. But in more specific, I actually am thinking of something. I'm thinking about the liquor cabinet. The liquor cabinet. Because that was a special night. All right. I may get myself grounded <laughs> talking about this. Even though I am mm. a 19-year-old individual, I still live at home. <laughs> yes. And I still live within... 15 square feet of this liquor cabinet. Mm. Um, I can confirm that it is restocked, Josh. Okay, all right. Um, I like I that. I did look in there the other day with my parents. <laughs> with their permission, obviously, um, yes. The liquor cabinet. Uh, if you're in school right now and you're underage and you can't legally buy liquor, where would you go? Where would I go? Where would you go to get I'd liquor? I'd go directly to the liquor cabinet. Your parents probably have a liquor cabinet. I, if, if your parents don't have a liquor cabinet... I feel bad for you. What are they doing? <laughs> what um, are they doing? <laughs> what, what do you do without a liquor cabinet? But anyway, um, I probably will bring Declan into this. <laughs> I think um, you need to. I may as well. Uh, it was me, Declan, Josh. Um, we were all planning to stay at mine. Yes. Where the liquor cabinet mm -hmm. is situated. Mm -hmm. um, we planned it. We were pretty keen on the night. We kind of organised that. We were going to have a few drinks. Yes. Um, how it was going to go, we didn't know. Um, I wish we did because the outcome wasn't the best. No. Um, it started off with what was warm American honey into a so cup. We did. We raided the liquor cabinet, <laughs> which is what you all knew was going to happen. But mm. we, we decided to raid um, my parents' liquor cabinet. Yes. Now, as they are my parents, I was kind of nervous about this. Mm. Um, there was a bit of sweat dripping from my head. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Um, the boys talked me into, actually, let's, let's go get the liquor cabinet. Let's raid it. Let's a little bit of persuasion. We have mm. no idea what liquor is. We didn't know what we wanted. We did not know what we liked. <laughs> no, this was early on. Whatever we saw, we grabbed, really. Mm -hmm. um, Josh, I think you were the one that grabbed the warm American honey. Possibly. It's, all, it's, of, <laughs> all of this is warm. All of it is warm. I don't like pointing blame. I don't like pointing blame. I remember having my eyes on the Baileys. I don't like pointing blame too, but I really did end up on the short straw <laughs> of this whole situation. Um, How so? Yeah, well, the warm American honey, it didn't mix well with the warm vodka. No. Um, the warm Baileys, uh, the warm Johnny Walker. <laughs> um, I think there's a bit of Henny in there too. Yeah. A bit of Hennessy for... Warm was the theme of the night. It was very... All of it was room temperature, which and is not, not how... No, no, it should be consumed. No. But we consumed it. Uh -huh. um, look, let's just say there's a lot of laughter, um, a lot of carrying on, and a lot of clinging. And I believe you needed a bowl at some point. The bowl did come into it. <laughs> the bowl was full of chips, which was a good idea. Yeah. And then the bowl turned into the vomit bowl. <laughs> uh, I took full advantage of that, that vomit mm, bowl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it kind of, it makes me cringe to think about. But mm -hmm. what I do remember is... Josh and Declan wanted to keep going. I was mm. vomiting. They really wanted to continue. Um, the finish line was just not in sight. So what did, you guys, what did you guys decide to do? <laughs> well, we went, we went out and got some Baileys. That's what we did. Now, <laughs> in the process of getting the Baileys, what, <laughs> what was happening? Uh, a lot of clinging. Potentially a bit of noise. A bit of noise. Tiny little bit of noise. My mum was the only Maybe. one home. Um, and what did she end up doing? Hearing this noise. Mm. She heard it probably a bit too well. She heard the clinging of all these bottles as they're just going through, picking whatever <laughs> their heart desires. Um, 
she heard this. I was very drunk because <laughs> I very drunk to the point of vomiting of straight liquor. Yes. Um, I received a text that tore my soul <laughs> out of my body. What did it read? <laughs> what did it read? I can't really put on a voice of her, but it, mm. it, the text read, may I suggest you put that liquor back in the cabin? <laughs> and what did you do? I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I actually shit myself. Um, my heart dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys probably started to realise that my heart did drop and what happened because they came into the room and asked me, what happened? Because <laughs> I literally looked like I saw a ghost. <laughs> like, what happened? And I remember Josh saying, did we get caught? Did we get caught? I was like, we got caught. We we got caught. Um, <laughs> Not good. I don't remember what we did with the bottles that we no. guys came in with. I think we just kept them there. Yeah, I don't remember. I think we we're just too frazzled to actually leave the room. Oh, I, I was. Yeah, <laughs> I did not want to leave shock. the room. Eventually, I had to leave the room though. Yeah. I had to go make amends with my mother, mm-hmm. who found out that her underage son and his friends have been uh, consuming alcohol. Consuming straight alcohol. <laughs> the first thing she did say to me is, you are stupid. That's not how you drink. <laughs> I remember thinking, okay, um, mm. I don't know how to drink because I can't buy alcohol. No. And You're doing the best you can with what you've got. I was very drunk too at this point. I didn't mm. walk down the hallway straight. Um, <laughs> Mum knew I was drunk. Mm. It was all right. We can't, it, it ended up okay. I said sorry, of course. Yes. Um, and that's about it. That's... That is how the liquor cabinet story kind of ended, really. What a, what a night that was. It what was a, night a good that, night. Yeah, it was. Well, we also went to school together as well, so there are lots of memories that were shared within those school grounds. Probably not going to name that school for legal reasons. I already had Declan say some things. Yeah, look. There's already well, some lawsuits I've already got a lawsuit against me for this lizard conservation. Yes, exactly. You yeah, don't I, need I raided the, um, uh, the uh, pet barn down the road. Oh, wow. I uh, stole the lizards. Yeah, right. Yeah, but... <laughs> won't get into that because Let's just uh, not talk about also, that. But anyway. Let's talk about business, which was an incredible subject. Okay, so it started off with a female teacher. It did. Um, we eventually moved to a male teacher. Yes. And we eventually moved on to another <laughs> teacher. Now, I feel like Josh was the sole reason we had mm. three teacher changes. Um, it's a big statement. It is a big statement. But there were some big things that we did do in that <laughs> class and most of the major events. You, um, yeah. I think it all started on the first lesson when there was, well, I think we just tried to mess up the classroom as much as we could. Like we'll take in the clock, putting it where it doesn't go, chair on a desk, all that sort of stuff. And then there was a hole puncher, like an industrial grade hole puncher that was on the desk at the front of the classroom. And I believe that I was asked to take that hole puncher back to its rightful place. So I thought I'm going to pick this up and make it look really, really heavy. Turned out to actually be really, really heavy. It was an industrial <laughs> hole punch. I'm it was not an industrial lie. This hole is the punch. biggest hole punch I've ever seen in my life. So that hole punch actually fell right out of my grasp, onto the ground, and out of that spat hundreds and hundreds of little dots that had been collected over time. Of hole punch. <laughs> of little holes had been punched. And uh, I think that moment was when she decided to just resign from that class. Yeah, it, I feel like it was a, a starting point for her <laughs> to really contemplate why she was teaching us. Um, yes. 
I agree. It then moved on to the story that you've talked about with Declan, the um, yes. the Russian aircon. Oh, the Russian aircon. That was a few times we did that. Um, yes. I feel like that Russian aircon popped up a few too many times <laughs> and it pushed her buttons enough to kick us out for, I think it was two periods, actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Two lessons. We I think we never saw her again after that. I think that was the last two periods, really. No, there, we did hear that something happened and she had to leave. Um, yes. But we definitely know we were the reason why. <laughs> I take it. I take it as kind of a badge of honour. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you push a teacher out of their profession, well, you push anyone out of the profession. <laughs> I, I really see it as you know, you're achieving something. Probably not good, but you know you're achieving. You really something. are. Um, you really are. We were told many times that we were actually the worst cohort to ever go through at school. Oh, I've I heard that statement. Probably. It's very easy to believe that. Nearly every week. Yeah. Very very easy to believe that. A hundred to two hundred kilogram coordinator. <laughs> love to remind us. Love to remind us how bad of a cohort we were. Yes. Uh, every Tuesday. He also liked to remind me as well. He also <laughs> liked to remind all my friends. Well, that's the thing. You know why he likes to remind you after? It's because you're too busy playing Katy Perry driving in <laughs> as he was reminding us how bad. <laughs> so he had to remind me specifically. Yeah, because you know you weren't there. No. You were too busy doing donuts and yeah. You know. Well, he actually yeah, he tried to turn all my friends against me. Like he would ask people like Chris, "Why are you actually friends with Josh?" Like he was trying to turn my tribe against me. He probably wanted the best for him. Um, <laughs> what about for me, though? Clearly wanted nothing but the worst for me. He knew you were already too far gone. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't it really... felt that way. Yeah. Look, honestly, I don't think I tried anywhere as hard as I should have. No. But now that I look back on it, I probably could have tried less than I did. Probably. Um, the outcomes <laughs> that I'm in now, I seriously... Yeah, it didn't even matter, eh? None of it. No, you should try in school though. It, it does help in some mm. aspects. Um, some. Which I can't think of any right now. No, no. <laughs> Not <laughs> I'm a single sure aspect, some. But there definitely would yeah, be Yeah, there's an probably aspect. some that, that it does help. Um, but you don't need to try too hard, I don't no. think. No. If, yeah, if you're, if you're in school and you're listening to this, just, just stop. Put, put all the pencils down. Just don't worry about it. There's yeah. so much more to life. There is a lot more to life. Let's Enjoy. Move, yeah, let's move on from school and go into my favourite topic, debate doozy. Today, we, we actually do have a doozy. And I think that we do agree on this, which I is incredible because I've had some, some pretty major fights with people. Um, Declan's still calling me every night to try and continue fighting, but I'm just, I'm above that. So oh, okay. yeah, about yeah, the whole milk is, thing, it's getting pretty heated. This so. is a very, yeah, this yeah, is actually very But we'll, we'll put that serious. aside and we're going to get into people who don't feel the need for deodorant slash aftershave. How do you feel about that? Off the How bat? do you not see a need for it? I, I don't understand. And I know people personally that don't see a need for it. See, th that's an issue. When you... It's kind of selfish. Mm. Um, I may get heated talking about this because... Mm. That's fine. Do whatever you got to do. It's kind of a selfish thing to not see a need mm -hmm. that isn't really for yourself, but it's for others. Exactly. Um, I'd say it's like, yeah, 50% for yourself, but then it's another 50% for everyone around you who has to interact with look, you. I say as, a, as you go up to different ranges, I reckon it goes... The percentage for you goes down. You don't smell your own aftershave and deodorant no, no, no. when you keep wearing it often that's right yeah um which is the same which i think for people's musk yes they keep smelling their musk yep. and they forget you it begin exists. to not smell your musk i can tell you right now your musk does exist it does it stinks it does uh, it, um we all know about it it can ruin your day big um, time smelling a bad person yes um I don't see how people can't look at a deodorant can and be like, oh, it's probably a good investment for myself mm -hmm. and for others. Yeah. You walk past any trolley man on planet Earth and you'll instantly be reminded of what that musk smells like. It's pretty <laughs> much the best place to find it. You're really talking down these trolley <laughs> men. Um, <laughs> look, I had to do it. They're out there sweating <laughs> their asses off, <laughs> taking that trolley back that you definitely didn't yeah, put yeah, back yeah. properly. Mm -hmm. um, look, you need to buy deodorant aftershave because... 
I think the thing that stands out the most when you first meet someone could be their looks. Yes. Second of all, their smell. Absolutely. If they don't say anything and you smell a good deodorant or a good aftershave, mm-hmm. you instantly start to think about them. That's absolutely right. Um, as we know all too well, mm-hmm. occasions and stuff do connect to the scent. Absolutely. Versace Winter, Euros. summer, that's for the club. You for know, the club. Versace Euros, for the club. What does that remind you of, Versace Euros? Versace Euros. The, the actual smell. The, the actual smell. It just reminds me of just being like poolside, just with a margarita in my hand and just worrying about nothing. Or so like a very luxurious hotel bathroom. That's, that's a good reminder. For me, it mm. reminds me of waking up at seven in the morning and vomiting at the <laughs> casino. Um, for me, that's deal right there. <laughs> for you, Josh, yeah, Dior Sauvage. Um, it's the casino smell. For me, mm-hmm. Versace Euros, I think, was the first one I wore at the casino. Yeah, right. And the multiple hangovers I have endured in those rooms. <laughs> so you connect the two together. It's kind of connected. And every time I spray, even at 4.30 in the morning when I wake up for work, which we'll get into later. Yes. Um, I spray Versace Euros and I think of the casino. I instantly <laughs> put a smile on my face and I think of the time Josh lost 12... Can we not... Can we, can we just uh, not do that? We won't go into it. $1,200 <laughs> going down the drain. Mm-hmm. Well worth it for mm. my entertainment, but... <laughs> yeah. Wow. You just went there. Yeah, I reckon you do need a red yogurt. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Don't look past it. No, no, no. Like, you know, you and I, we collect fragrances. We've got, you know, about $1,000 or so worth of fragrances. Well, Josh has $1,000. I'll probably have like 400 <laughs> I've got a nice, like, little stand that goes up and I've ranked the fragrances in importance to least important. But then you've got people that will just have one can of Lynx and even then they won't touch that. Yeah, that Lynx Africa can that your grandma gave you yes. for Christmas. You've had for three years. Just use it. Yeah. You know, why not? Uh-huh. It's, it's sitting there. Yeah. It's better than nothing, isn't it? It really is. We... Had a bloke at work who no longer works there. Mm-hmm. And the sole reason was because he stunk. <laughs> His nickname was Stinky. <laughs> he got fired. He, no, no, no. We probably talked him to get fired to the boss. We talked to the boss like, we need to get rid of him. He stinks Stinky needs to and go. he doesn't do anything. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying it, but like we definitely got rid of him because he stunk. <laughs> and, and do you really want to get fired? Because you because will get... Stink. You will get fired if you stink. People that smell good are just more motivated. They're more motivated people. More attractive. If you stink, yeah, you can't be, you don't want to do anything. Yeah. You, no, that's the thing. It, no one wants to smell you. No. That's I, I've never gone up to someone that's not wearing anything that like, I'm going to smell you today. <laughs> but, do you do that to other people? Well, you know, if you're wearing deodorant, <laughs> you're wearing, you know. Like, yeah. I'm going to smell you today. <laughs> There'll be a little, you, know, oh, you, you smell good, what are you wearing? But no one's going to say... Oh, you're not wearing any deodorant, are you? Yeah. What's that fragrance? It's my signature fragrance. It's yeah. my blend. My natural evening <laughs> my, my personal musk. <laughs> yeah, so just yes. buy it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the bottom line. Just buy just it. It doesn't it. matter what it is. $4 can. Buy it. Use it. You'll find life is just easier that way. I agree. Let's get out of that and get into this. Doesn't matter how many ingredients you put into a smoothie. You put a banana in there, you have yourself a banana smoothie. Strawberries, blueberries. Doesn't matter what banana. it is. Milk. Anything. Blend it up. Mm-hmm. You have a, a banana and strawberry and blueberry milkshake. Yep. You, you can't really go past a banana no. for a milkshake. I feel like it's, it needs to be added into milkshake. Oh, absolutely. Smoothies. It's a centerpiece. It kind of is a centerpiece that yeah. you, you could add stuff to it, but the banana is always going to be there. Yeah, it's always more there. More than everything else. It's there. It's like your dad's ran away, but your mum's still there for you every single day. That's the banana. <laughs> Like other ingredients will come and go. Strawberries, they're seasonal. Blueberries, seasonal. Bananas, they are there all year round. Oh, well, 
I work in a fruit and veg shop, mate. Recently, <laughs> I heard about a cyclone. There was a cyclone. <laughs> wiped out 30%. So if you're looking yeah. at getting bananas now, probably not the time to get them. They will be about $20 a kilo. They're still there, just really expensive. Very expensive. But it's still there. You know, Josh made me a, um, a mascana shake today. Before the podcast, It had actually, banana yeah. and what was the mascana you used? I don't even know the brand. I don't even look at the brand. Don't say the brand. We won't give them advertising, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving them free advertising. Um, what look, is the thing is, I tasted banana straight away. Yes. Um, Mascainers, if you haven't had one, are probably some of the strongest flavouring yeah, things agree with you that. could add to yeah. milk or water. Yeah. They are heavily full of sugar. They're mm-hmm. strong. They're powerful. They are. That they banana are. persevered, came to the top, it touched my palate. <laughs> and then It does. It's how are you? It. And then just goes about its business. It's we're still great too. Just sort of hello, how are you doing? I don't know the nutritional value of a banana. No, but it's probably good. It's yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, like when you look at it, you know, like you think this is a good. Yeah, it just looks appetising. It keeps itself clean. <laughs> it does. Um, it's got a shell. <laughs> a shell. <laughs> Whatever you call it, peel. It's got a peel. <laughs> it's got an outer layer. <laughs> it's got a coating. It has a coating. It protects. And it itself. keeps the um the nectar inside. As mm-hmm. I call Things them. like apples, you bite straight into that shit. Straight into yeah, it. You don't know it's touched it. Yeah, but I was like, oh no, I'm going to keep it all inside for you. And when you want me, have me. You peel it very unseductively. Yes. No sexual intention. No. And you bite it. <laughs> it's their usual sexual intention with your fruit that you eat. Look, when we get into like <laughs> blueberries. Yeah. <laughs> something about those little things. Maybe we will stay just... away from blueberries today. <laughs> you know, you kind of just got to put them to your lips. You go... <laughs> 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 you, don't just, you don't put it in your mouth. You've got to you suck it in. You can't just get one yeah, blueberry and just you do the start chomping. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... No. It's not the same satisfaction. You know? No, absolutely um, not. You can't do that with a banana or you probably start, start gagging. <laughs> well, you've you got to take time with the banana. <laughs> a banana knows that you need to take time with it. There's a lot of a banana to get in, you know. We've you gone so far away from the whole smoothie theme of this, <laughs> this topic. We've gone on a tangent. <laughs> Let's get into another tangent about chocolate and how you don't appreciate it. Okay, now I can get really invested into this. Excellent. It's not the chocolate I don't like. Then what is it, Jevin? It's the fact that when you look at a fridge, you probably see something that preserves food. Yeah. When you think, it preserves the food. Whatever goes into it, it stays better than it would if it was outside. A fridge in general? Yeah, a fridge in general. Yeah, okay. When Mm -hmm. I look at a fridge, I see it as a storage device for ingredients that are going to expire. Okay. I see is that whatever goes in there is inevitably... Oh, I <laughs> whatever goes in there, you're never going to have. Is that, that what you're trying to say? That gin is too strong right now. <laughs> <laughs> I poured you um, I see it as a kind of a storage device for stuff that's eventually about to expire. Okay. Um, now, it gets even worse when you talk about chocolate because as soon as chocolate goes into a fridge, I see it as less appetising. It's... Why is that? I don't know. It's a strange way to look at it, but... When you look at something of the shop, it does look more. When it's all presented nicely, it looks, it, it looks, it looks very. Yeah, you know, you it want looks to eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as it comes into the fridge, mm. I feel like it enters a dirty, like a bit of a void sort it's, of thing. It's like, a void. It's it's yeah. a it's a storage device for items that are going to expire, and it's entered right. it. It's touching it. <laughs> um, that's what I don't like about chocolate. Is so when you, you take like it home, it, it's not the it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so you like chocolate, just not how you preserve it. Maybe just put it in the cupboard. Look, personally, I don't really like chocolate. Right. But I feel like when it gets in the fridge, and especially when it's open, mm. when you open chocolate and it gets that little bit of like white coldness looking uh, texture on yes, the outside, yes, yes. you know that? Yeah, I do know that. 
It, uh, no, that 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 is unappetizing. It's it's unappealing. Usually, I have eaten it before it gets to that stage. Yes, it's see, gone. For, for me, I have a whole shelf. I could probably get a photo. <laughs> Just dedicated. I have, a, I have a whole shelf, and it's full of chocolate. Yes, um, that no one in my family is eating. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Maltesers in our cupboard, a whole big box mm. that expired four years ago. See, that's not right. That's not right. Just, Can we just talk, like, when you, when you said you were going to bring a block of chocolate over the other night, you brought over mint chocolate. I saw no what problem. What the hell were you thinking? Mint, like, I brush my teeth with mint. Don't yeah, put it into my chocolate. But what's the problem with mint chocolate? Because it's just not meant to be like that at all. You're taking two very, very different things and putting them together. So you're the kind of guy that doesn't like pineapple on pizza. Sure am. I don't like pineapple, full stop. Put it on a pizza, you're not going to get me any better. Do you know pineapple is like the sex fruit? <laughs> That, that explains a lot. <laughs> Does that explain the lack of, you know? I, I just, I'm not a pineapple guy. There's something about pineapple though. Have you ever drank the juice? No. No, <laughs> nothing to do with pineapple has ever entered my life and it doesn't need to. It's, it's kind of a different fruit. It kind of, um, the more you eat it, the more it attacks you. Right. Um, it's very acidic. It is. So you can eat it, which what it, what it should be done. It's a fruit. You should eat it. Mm-hmm. You can eat it and... So it bites back. So it fights back. Your yeah. tongue feels like it's been just like cheese grated. Is that a good thing? No. It doesn't sound like it's so why do you eat it? No, you lose your taste buds eventually if you eat too much of it. Yeah, wow. So um, maybe I'm just going to keep staying away from it then. You could stay away from it, but you probably know... Will do. Probably maybe invest in it. Um, we'll, we'll give it a go. Yeah, we'll yeah. give it a go. Give it a shot. I want to lead into a sponsor plug, which at the same time... Happens to be your business, That's it, yep. which is incredible. So I know you, you got a lot of stuff going on at the moment. You're a very busy man. Yep, we've yeah. been planning countlessly. It's a big for year a for time. you. 2021 yep. is a very big year for you. You've got the you got the blue tongue lizard conservation, and on top of this, you've got exactly what I'm about to. This business that I know very much about. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just roll the commercial, and then after that, you can just you can tell me everything you need to talk about. All right, let's just roll, let's roll the commercial. Let's do it. Let's go. Sometimes life can be a little tricky. Like that time when I put salt into my brownies when I thought it was sugar. Or that time I ran over my cat. Rest up, Tittles. We love you. But that's okay, because I found faith in Jevin's Mood Ring. Jevin's Mood Ring will intuitively tell me when I'm being a silly bitch. With three incredible settings. Blue equals, girl, go take a nap. Red equals grr, your angry sister. And green equals go, go, get him. Jevin's Mood Ring, in a store near you this April. First of all, wow. Look, I wow. didn't come up with that advertising <laughs> at all. So um, who, who's, who runs the advertising campaign? Uh, there's a man at the back. <laughs> I'm not sure what his name is. Um, I want to hear a bit about this product. It, look, I saw a gap in the market. Um, <laughs> I saw a gap. Uh-huh. I know that women love astrology. Okay. Um, and I know women love to get in a mood. <laughs> so <laughs> Piece the two together. <laughs> and then you get jewelry. Um, <laughs> mood jewelry. I saw the biggest gap I've ever seen in my life. And I pushed, I pumped money in. I pumped money in like there was no tomorrow. Especially into my advertising um, sector. <laughs> that you didn't even know about. That I didn't, didn't know his name. But that's why that commercial was so well constructed. Um, <laughs> the guy talking on there sounded very happy. I <laughs> He, he was very be, passionate about the product. He must have a green on his mood ring because <laughs> he was a happy chappy. But anyway, um, 
Yeah, look, the motoring market is, it's a hard market. It is. Um, we're competing against a lot of other things, um, condoms, um, <laughs> you know, the fragrance market does weave its way into the motoring market. <laughs> look, I'm going to let you in with a sneak peek. We're going to launch something <laughs> new. I, I stated it already. What's that? It's going to be a mood condom. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, our scientists are really, really looking into it to try to figure out how we can stop displaying the horny <laughs> colour and get a bit more, you know, <laughs> deep into it. Um, <laughs> I know Sorry. you... It, 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 it's hard to talk about because I can't say too much about it because <laughs> it's, it, it's still Sorry, in the works. Um, oh, my God. Look. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Incredible. That's all I'm going to say. I, I can't really go on too much about it. I think you've said enough. <laughs> wow. But, you know, keep your eye out because the mood condom, <laughs> this April. Jevon's mood condom will be out very soon. You've actually gone ahead and named it after you as well. Everything has to be named after <laughs> me, really. Um, Jevon's blue tongue, lizard conservation, Jevon's mood ring. Wow. Jevon's <laughs> mood condom. In stores. Probably never, maybe. <laughs> We're trying to bring it to market. We're doing the best we can. I, look, all my all my hard work right now is going to the blue tongue lizard conservation. And <laughs> I have no other time to really work on my condoms, but... Wow, that come. took a turn I didn't expect it to take. So we're going to put that to rest. I think you've had enough airtime with your with your businesses. Yeah, mate. I'm really not paying for this advertising, so... <laughs> no. Let's get into a new segment, which I call the Sunday Gear Grind. Okay. The topic right. for this is business tycoons that preach getting up early to grind. You're still sleeping the same as me, mate. You're just going to bed earlier. What, what does me, that Josh. bring to your head straight away? It brings up me wa- uh, waking up at 4.30. Okay. I have to get up at 4.30 to get for to work. work. Yeah. For work. Yeah. Um, I start work at 5.30. Okay. These business tycoons, mm-hmm. First of all, have time to make a video yes. of their wake-up procedure. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, at 4.30, the last thing I want to do is pull out my camera and video myself and waking up. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, there is nothing exciting or good about my routine. Um, it's just nothing that basic, you want to routine. see. Um, yeah. Me going to the toilet at 4.30 in the morning, it's a lot different than <laughs> going to, to the toilet any other time. Yes. <laughs> It's more of a rush. It's yeah. more of me rushing. Um, Josh, I want to hear your take first because I have a lot to say about it because I actually live it. Yes. But what do you really think what about this tycoons? I saw something the other day that said, there was this girl and she was like, I've just figured out like the antidote to having a, having a terrible life. I wake up at 6 a.m. now instead of 9. So if you think about that, right, I'm getting an extra 20 run hours every week. I'm like, no. okay, okay, honey, what time are you going to bed now? If you're waking up at six, you're most likely going to be going to bed early. So I think the, the glasses are on. That's exactly <laughs> right because it grinds my gears, but continue. Yeah, so you look, if, if you wake up at 6 a.m., you're most likely going to go to bed around the 9 to 10 mark. If I wake up at 9, I'm most likely going to go to bed around midnight because exactly. I'm still getting eight hours to nine hours of sleep. Look, it, it comes down to... Really, like this is some good advice. It comes down to time management. Yeah. All right. You can get up early. You will be going to bed earlier because you will not get up early and go to bed late. Because they're not having enough sleep. Because eventually it will become negative on productivity. It will decline. Everything will decline. Your happiness, everything. Yes. 
business tycoons getting up early, they have shit all to do. Yeah. They wake up in a $24 million mansion. Mm-hmm. That's rented. Rent. Most of the time. Dan Belzerian. <laughs> um, don't sue me for saying your name, which you probably won't. But anyway. No, hopefully. You have a $4 million Ferrari sitting out in your garage. You can sleep easy mm-hmm. if you're a business tycoon. Um, you may be starting a business. Probably not if you're making a video about it because you've already got a pretty good... Standing in the market If you have people Watching videos of you Waking up Yeah The people that make videos About their famous businesses That made all this money They don't have that business They make their money From selling their formula To get to that point They will run you through A half an hour Face scrubbing technique video Yep Just for them to do it 4.30 Yep You know like They talk about Okay I'm going to apply The cleanser D cleanser, ball scrub, you know, antibacterial <laughs> cream else. for my fungal infection. Yep. And then they'll be like, all right, now we're on to breakfast. So I'm just here preparing my Wagyu steak that yep. I'm going to age for four hours. <laughs> all right. We'll wait four hours and then we'll put it in the microwave. Like, <laughs> put it in the microwave, your Wagyu steak. Perfect. <laughs> Look, that's how stupid they sound. Yeah. Um, you're not getting more time into your day waking up early because you will be going to bed earlier. Absolutely. When I go to bed at, I go around nine, mm. about nine's my mark to go to bed. Okay. When I go to bed at nine, I know there are people that are out at a bar drinking. Yep. Having fun. Face ground in a bush. Face <laughs> ground in a bush. <laughs> you know, this is, that's, people live different lives. We're all different. People do live different lives. Um, yeah, I know people are doing stuff. Yeah. You know, stuff that I don't want to know about, stuff that I do want to know about. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it goes both ways. I don't think getting up earlier is any better because for the first four hours you wake up, you feel like shit. Yes. You feel like absolute shit yep. at 4.30 in the morning. All my energy comes at night. At no point, yeah. At no point do you want to work on an assignment at 4.30 in the morning. No. But the perfect time to work on an assignment is at six in the Arvo, or six at night, yeah. to around 11 at night. Yeah. The day before it's due. Perfect time to work on an assignment. <laughs> that is the best time. As long as it's the day before you get that rush. The day before, yeah, you do have to get it done. There's yeah. nothing... You, you can't say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow because there is no tomorrow. Yeah, it's like Leaving it to last minute it. basically said you are going to finish it. Yeah. In what state? Doesn't matter. You still finished it. Yeah. I did that and I still passed with a D plus. But anyway. <laughs> still passed. <laughs> Actually, no, you didn't. <laughs> just, just thinking about that. I just told myself I did. <laughs> Let's just move on for that. And let's, let's talk about the rap scene. Mate, someone's just come out of prison recently. Someone, the man we've been waiting for. The man we've been waiting long for. I think it was a, about a week ago he got released. Yeah, it was about, about that. Did you get that? I did. He definitely didn't. <laughs> um, it definitely was about a week ago Bobby <laughs> was released from jail. Um, Finally. About time. Yeah. What was that man in on? For his Something. Something to do with guns, drugs, <laughs> he did, he did something. and hookers. Yeah, I heard. Um, it's usually what it is. That's the gist, you know. Oh. Six Nine's been pumping out new music. Mm-hmm. Um, he used his new music video that looked the same as the last twenty. Mm. Um, doesn't mean it's bad. No, doesn't mean it's good. That's exactly. It was right. alright song. It's yeah, it's meh. It, it gets it done. It really Not gets well. it done. What it's were your thoughts on his new song? Really? No, didn't really like it. Didn't even listen to the whole song. Thirty seconds in, and just. That was it. That's a lot from Josh. Josh, is, <laughs> Josh loves six. Now, I still yeah. go back to Gotti. Gotti's Gotti. <laughs> Gotti, Gotti was Gotti. kind of the school anthem for <laughs> a while was. there. I just keep going back to that. I want the old six nine back. I don't think he'll ever come back. No. Um, that's what I'm sort of realising. Jail changed him. <laughs> it, I think it did. I think it changed a lot of people. Yeah, he's got the Amish beard now and all that stuff. You know. Getting your cheeks clapped from a six nine bloke in jail. Probably 
It mean, switches a few things in your brain, you <laughs> it, know? It does. It changes the wiring a little bit. It definitely does. I really do. I think that. Um, I know you love this artist who's been pumping out about 10 albums a year. Yeah, wow. I think his name's King Gizzard Wizard of the Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that. I tend to get really indie with my music. Like, thank God Heatwaves got number one. Oh, I was thank God personally waiting for WAP. <laughs> because nothing gets me going more than a wet ass pussy. <laughs> Well, <laughs> thankfully for the masses, we got heat waves, which oh. I actually agree with that. That was a good song. Sometimes I think about you. you know? Booster seat <laughs> should have been number one. No, I I, I do like booster seat. Hey, what about driver's license? Look, that puts you in the feels. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that wasn't number one. No, at the uh, should have been. What was what recently happened? The Grammys? Some sort of award ceremony. Doesn't matter what it is. Should be number one. It driver's license should have been number one. Um, Absolutely, including banger. the uh, the the TikTok remix. I don't know if the, I heard um, this. Oh, there's, there's there's a skirt skirt one. And yeah, right. um, I'll probably come across it. Haven't paid attention to it. I just go back to the original. Have mate. you not been doing any late night TikTok scrolling? No, mate. I've just been working on my businesses, you know, just investing and stuff. Even though the market's closed. I've yeah, true. Of, I haven't been doing any TikTok investing. No, or anything. there's been I've, too much to do. Oh, the lizard conservation and the um, yeah. You know, takes takes up a lot of time. business. <laughs> it takes. A, we won't we won't be talking about that any further. <laughs> business has been booming, but anyway, I think you've had your had your moment with that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm stealing advertising from Josh right now. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, Jevin, that sort of brings us into the end of this episode. Wow, well, what, what, it's been amazing. It's been a it's been a journey. <laughs> it has been. I feel like this has been going on for months. Like, I've achieved oh, so much. We've achieved a lot in this one conversation. Yeah, um, it's more incredible. so than what we ever do. <laughs> um, we'll be at the gym for about two hours and we'll have a conversation mm. and we'll talk about six nine for the whole time. Yeah, we will. I feel like we've really gone through a few things. Um, we have just lots of variety. Look, are you, what, how are we going to end this? What's going to be something that we can send our viewers off with? The only way I think we could end it is with some words of wisdom from the guests, but there has to be something that's going to really touch the hearts of people. I had Evan give a, a summary of the podcast. Yep. Um, what are you going to give me? Don't plug your businesses, please. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that. I won't plug any businesses. <laughs> you already know so much about it and you will be buying it. Mm. Um, I know you're heavily invested in the, the Quran and stuff like that as well, in the Bible. You've been reading all the holy scriptures. So is there anything from there that... Oh, you know I do love a good Bible verse here and there. I know you do. I know. Um, our Father, <laughs> who art in heaven... Wow. <laughs> I won't end it with that, actually. I'll end it with... <laughs> Sometimes in life, okay, the hardest things are the most necessary things. Wow. Like counting your macros. <laughs> counting your macros and your nutrients, very important. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like to really end this, I'll take a sip. Please. I'll thank Josh for having me on here. Um, it's a pleasure, man. We definitely talked for however long, which is a bunch of shit. Uh -huh. um, meaningful shit. Really meaningful, mm -hmm. um, like the conservation. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the words of wisdom is just count your macros, go to school, don't mm. try too hard, but do try. Wow. Um, raid your parents' liquor cabinet, buy my mood ring. <laughs> <laughs> if it hits market. <laughs> it's already on the market. Um Wear deodorant or aftershave. Always put a banana in your smoothie. Um, and don't wake up at 4.30. <laughs> That's it. That's wow. all I have to say. And with that, 
I thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. And we'll see you at the exact same time next week. <laughs>